0: At the time of our baptism, the spirit of the Lord rested upon us. Each of us were anointed with that sacred chrism, to be like Christ as priest, prophet, and king. You and I have each been given the gifts we need to live healthy, happy, and holy lives. And yet there is a great battle that we are in. It's a battle far beyond human power. It's the battle of the evil one, who preys upon our human weakness, because as human beings, because of original sin, we still have vulnerabilities to do the things that are not of God. We all know, if we take a good, sincere look within our hearts, that we are sinners. But we are loved sinners. We are saved sinners when we let God save us from our sins. So grateful this morning to have had the opportunity to go to confession. It's the washing clean of the soul to make it ready for a deepening, outpouring of the gifts of the Holy Spirit into my heart. And how important it was for me to do that today before praying the prayers of deliverance from all evil in all places, people, and things within our diocese and those associated with me. My brothers and sisters, what a gift it is to be your shepherd and your pastor. And part of being a bishop in being anointed with the oil poured over my head at the time of ordination is to be the shepherd to protect you from evil and to invite you into the beautiful gift of God's love, because it's in God's love that we experience the healing of our remedies. It's in God that we receive all the beautiful gifts of the Holy Spirit, the supernatural virtues, the things that help us in our journey of life. And all we need to do is to receive those gifts. We heard in our beautiful reading today from the prophet of Isaiah, of course, we heard that prophecy that John the Baptist would be coming. And John the Baptist was the forerunner, the one preparing the way for Jesus, because Jesus had the power of the Holy Spirit that John the Baptist did not have in the same way. It is Jesus who established all the sacraments like baptism, like confession, like the Holy Eucharist that we are about to receive. In baptism, original sin was washed away, whether as an infant or whether as an adult or any stage of life, we would have received it. And then God filled us with those gifts of the Holy Spirit so that we can live as his beloved adopted sons and daughters, experiencing all good things in the Lord. But we all know from human experience, it's not always easy to experience all good things. There's so many hardships and trials and difficulties in life, so much suffering, so many ways that even as human beings, we can affect each other in a very negative way, and sometimes very seriously. But even in those things, the Lord wants us to turn to him so that our hope is in God, and that whatever hardship that we've experienced in life, however we are bound and need to be released. We heard in our beautiful readings today that the Lord has anointed me. He has sent me to bring glad tidings to the poor. Who are the poor? It's different types of poverty, of course. Poverty, for example, of financial means. But today, there's such a poverty throughout the world, in some places particularly, of God. Not that God isn't present. It's the receptivity of God and allowing God to set captives free, to help put the orientation on life that helps us to see things as God sees them, to know them as God knows them. These are the supernatural gifts that God wants to give us and the supernatural virtues that we can never acquire as human beings. We can never find except in God. And all we need to do is to ask. Ask God for an outpouring of the gifts of the Holy Spirit and protection from evil. We heard in this reading not only that he brings glad tidings to the poor, but he heals the brokenhearted. How many have been broken in relationships and experiences of life and have suffered deeply, and some even at the hands of clergy, bishops, priests, deacons, perhaps religious, or brother laymen and women. The Lord desires us to heal from those experiences and memories in our life, to allow the grace of the Holy Spirit to set us free. And in that, we find all that our heart longs for. And whatever hardships we've experienced in life, whatever brokenheartedness, losing a loved one, God can fill those cavities in our lives with the good, and he wants to. And all we need to do is receive his love. We are told as well to proclaim liberty to captives, to release to prisoners. There are many who are caught in sin and attachments even to things of this world that steal away our interior joy and freedom. It's not easy to not be attached to things in this world. It's not easy at all. Because we're vulnerable, those things are attractive to us. But the more we allow God in our heart, the more we have the capacity to rise above the attachment and to rightly order our lives, to allow all of our passions or our desires to be governed by reason. What's the prudent thing to do as God knows it to be? Then, to be enlightened with faith, what is God revealed in Scripture and tradition, and always motivated by love, divine love, which seeks the good of the other and not oneself. So much sin, of course, in this world, it's because we turn inwardly to what we want, and sometimes that causes great hardship to others. But on this third Sunday of Advent, in the midst of a penitential season, when we are invited to turn from our sins and turn to our living God, we hear throughout these readings that we should rejoice. How do we rejoice in the trials of life? We rejoice by letting God's joy flourish within us, and when God lives within us, that's what happens. Even if there's great loss and trials and suffering and difficulty in our life, we're no longer attached to those we set free by the power of God's grace. And I invite you, my brothers and sisters, who may not have had a chance yet to get to confession, to do that, to let God set you free from sin, to give you the gifts of the Holy Spirit that come through the power of the sacrament of forgiveness, to be set free. We don't need to be downtrodden, saddened, We don't need sin like a ball and chain that we're lugging along. We have to keep breaking the chain and letting God lift us up, and that's what he desires to do. As we celebrate Mass this third Sunday of Advent, let us remember these words from the Book of the Prophet Isaiah. I rejoice heartily in the the Lord, and my God is the joy of my soul. Let's pray for that grace for each other.